Good morning and welcome to Melness Monday. I'm Melissa Whedon, your host, and it is April 6, 2020. I am coming to you at 10.30 in the morning Eastern Standard Time, finally catching up on some podcasts. So I was reflecting and readjusting my life these past few weeks, as all of us have been, with the recent events of COVID-19. And it threw me for a little bit of a loop, but I've been trying to give myself some grace and I missed my podcast last week, but I also did other really great things like homeschooling and working on my Young Living home-based business and other amazing, wonderful things. So I'm grateful for that. And it got me thinking, um, well, what else was I getting ready to talk about my podcast and I really thought about normalcy. You know, what is normal now? We're talking about the new normal and, you know, everything that's shifting and changing. And people are talking about how fluid things are and how we have to be. And for some of us, I think that's not so new. You know, we're used to having to be fluid and change. And some of us, you know, maybe this hasn't really changed much for us. Maybe our lives were already in a way where we were working from home or being home more than others. And that's great too. But no matter what, we are all looking at what a new normal is. So that got me thinking. And it's really all relative, isn't it? Normalcy. Because it's so, so subjective. My point of view of what is normal is different than what someone else's point of view of normal is. So how do you measure that? How do you even go about thinking, okay, when this is over, I'm going to get back to blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's going to be like that anymore. I think not only is this quarantine time um, challenging, I, I'm viewing it really kind of as a gift in some ways if that makes sense. It's a gift of time to reevaluate what our priorities are, to have time with our families possibly, you know, if we're not living all by ourselves. <laughs> um, and if we are, it's, it's really a great time for inner reflection and, and some, some, like I said before, evaluation of our priorities, of what's important to us, of where we may be heading, of how we're adjusting to the ever-changing world. And I always like to think of things as, okay, I'm going to look at this for what this is, measure, monitor, and adjust. You know, measure what it is I'm doing, monitor it, see if it's working, and then make adjustments as I go. And I, I had some thoughts I wanted to share with you all. And the first thing I was like, okay, I'm going to just look up in my <laughs> old school handheld, not online, Oxford Dictionary and Thesaurus book of what does normal even mean? And I found it very interesting because there's so many different types of definitions for normal, depending on how you're using the word and in what context you're using it. You know, they gave for examples for geometry, normals at a right angle or it's perpendicular for chemistry. Um, in relation to a solution is containing one gram equivalent of solute per liter in terms of an adjective and a noun it's conforming to a standard it's regular usual typical free from mental or emotional disorder that's huge how many people are feeling a little bit of disorder right now mentally and emotionally 
not necessarily because we're diagnosed with something, but just because, you know, we're adjusting. Again, it's average, conventional, usual, run-of-the-mill, ordinary, routine, universal, general, common, customary, natural, typical, conformist, orthodox, sane, stable, reasonable, well-adjusted, and healthy. These are all words used in the Oxford English Dictionary, and they stand out to me. It's really, now Now I feel like, I, I'm not questioning the definition, but it's interesting that that de- definition is in there describing that world, word in that context. But what is that going to mean for us now? Does normal necessarily mean sane? Does it mean stable? Or does it mean being able to remain sane in insane times, being stable in my mind, being stable in my in my emotions, recognizing when I'm not stable, and then making the adjustments as I need. So that's what I'm thinking about lately. I was referencing um, Rachel Hollis's book, Girl, Wash Your Face. And this reminded me something I think we all need to be doing. Start, and I'm quoting here, start by giving yourself some grace. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. We all forget pajama day or mix it up with picture day as moms or dads. I've screamed at my kids, my husband, and myself. None of it feels good. All of it devastates me because the loss of control is so upsetting. But you know what? Tomorrow is another day and a chance to try again. Take a breath. Find humor in the situation and force yourself to look for it when it's not immediately evident. And I really love that she talks about that. That's after I said evident, I'm stopping my quote there. Giving yourself some grace. We all make mistakes in times of extreme adjustment and extreme non-normalcy. I think we all need to remember that. Not just giving others grace, but ourselves grace. You know, we're, we're all kind of having to live in these strange times and our definition of what is normal and how we react to what is not normal is going to define where we go. Speaking about where we go, John Acuff, he wrote, finish, give yourself the gift of done. In his book, he has a section that says, know where you came from to get where you're going. And I'm quoting again. Most people look at the finish line when they find themselves in the middle of a goal. That is natural. A lot of our motivational literature teaches this approach. Don't look back. You're not going that way. Your past doesn't define your future, we're told. But there's a danger in over-focusing on the finish line. When, when you do, you lose the power of seeing how far you've come. It's a lot more encouraging to look at where you've come from than where you're headed when in the middle of a goal. That changes when you're close to the finish line. Once you're 80 or 85% of the way done, it's a different story. Seeing the final stretch can propel you, but when you're firmly in the middle of a goal, the finish line feels too far away to provide a boost of any kind. So I was thinking, that's the end of that quote, you know, when we're in the middle of a crisis, when we're in the middle of something that's so foreign to us, we're in the middle of this right now. I think we need to remember where we came from, remember what we can learn from to know how we could shift and be not necessarily more prepared, but changing our our point of view of what normal should be and and changing our story in our mind about what normal is so that when we have something that happens to us, we are going to 
all be different from this. We're all going to have different perspectives. And speaking of perspectives, I have a couple of quotes I just want to end with. Bob Marley said, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. And that's so true. You don't know how you're going to be sometimes in situations until you're in that situation and you're tested. And then it brings out maybe some of your strengths, maybe some of your weaknesses. But what do you do with that? You measure them, you monitor them, and you adjust from there. And another one of my, um, I can't say favorite, I've only read one of her books, but it was such a good book, Karen Salmonson. And she wrote a book I read years ago, How to Succeed in Business Without a Penis. It was so funny, but it was a really good book. And her quote is, don't shrink your dreams, supersize your courage and abilities. I think during this time of reflection, if you are reflecting, we can think about that. You know, what are my dreams? How am I going to shift and adjust to get to those dreams? Or maybe my dreams are changing completely because of this and I'm looking at life in a completely different way. I don't know, just some thoughts for you all to ponder. And I'm curious, what are your thoughts on what is normal? Please send me a Facebook message, send me a voice message. You can find me at Melissa Whedon on Facebook at, is it at Mel Whedon or at Melissa Whedon? Oh, that's embarrassing. I should know that. I think it's at Mel Whedon for Instagram handle. And um, again, my email is getmelness at gmail.com if you want to reach me that way. I hope you enjoyed my little random string of thoughts about normalcy. And I hope you're staying healthy and positive and you get out into some sunshine. Thanks. Bye.